I used to work at a little bagel shop in my hometown a few years back. I believe I was 17 at the time. The shop opened at 6am, so an opening shift started solo at 5am, with your second opener showing up 30 minutes later. On this particular morning, I'm scheduled for the solo open, and my good friend, we can call her Amanda, was the second opener. Around this time of the year, it was still pitch black that early in the morning, and we weren't allowed to park in the business parking, because being that it was a small business, the spaces were prioritized for customers, so I had a short walk through the dark from the side street to get to the back gate of the shop. Anyways, I hop out of my car, lock it behind me and start heading towards the building, and almost instantly after I lock my car, I see a figure pop out of the bushes of the neighboring building. It's a man dressed all in black with a baseball cap on. He starts down the sidewalk adjacent to me, and I tell myself that he's probably just an innocent homeless guy using the bathroom in the bushes. Maybe he got embarrassed when he saw me coming and stood up. Stupid I know, but I keep my keys in hand and an eye on him. As I get closer towards the building, every time I peer over at him, he's already staring at me, making no effort to hide it. At this point, I pick up the pace and he does the same. As I'm about to reach the parking lot, he shifts off the sidewalk and is now headed through the lot straight towards me. This is when I start to panic and realize the severity of the situation. For a split second, I just paused and completely stopped walking. I knew I wasn't close enough to be able to outrun him to the gate. With him crossing the parking lot, he would beat me there. But I also didn't have much confidence in my ability to outrun him back to my car. In that same moment, I guess he sees me second-guessing myself and took the opportunity to begin full sprinting towards me. I see him grab something from his pocket and running back to the car becomes my only option because 17-year-old me would have to juke out a grown man who possibly has a weapon to make it to that gate. I don't think I've ever ran so fast in my life, literally ran like my life depended on it, and I could hear his feet smacking the road right behind me. I didn't scream or yell for help, I just remember thinking to myself, get to the fucking car and by some means, I made it to the door and was able to lock myself inside. It was weird to me that he didn't even try to get into my car or pull the door. He kind of just stepped back, breathing all heavily, staring at me through my window before running back towards the back of the building and hopping a gated fence, which is where we unlocked to get inside the building. I started my car and called 911. The operator told me to wait at the nearest open business, which was a Starbucks, and the cops would call me back when they had checked out the surrounding area. I started driving that way, and I'm like, oh fuck. I remember that Amanda will be showing up any minute now, and walking to the back where a dude might still be hiding. I call her, and she says he's pulling up to work. I tell her don't get out of the car, and give her the rundown of what just happened, and we meet up at Starbucks, and wait for the cops to call us back. They check it out, and he's gone. They stay while we open, get whatever info they still needed, and take off. We were both pretty shaken up for the rest of the day, and the more we discuss, the worse we feel. Amanda tells me that earlier in the week she remembers a man coming in right before closing and asking her questions that rubbed her the wrong way. Just stuff like saying he noticed that we didn't have any male employees, asking how many people usually work every day. 
If you guys open at 6, you must have to get here real early, huh? And some other off-handed stuff. She said when she left, he was sitting outside eating his food and saw her come from the back gate and lock up. She remembered what the man looked like, but the guy's face was a blur for me. After how fast everything happened. We both assumed that it has to be the same man, but who knows. Going forward from that day, my boss started scheduling us to open in pairs at 5.30 instead of 5, and you weren't allowed to go inside until your partner had arrived. We never had an issue like that again, but I've definitely cried and had major panic attacks every day for a couple of weeks afterwards, thinking about what could have happened. So, fuck you, Bushman. This happened to me when I was a sophomore at high school, about 12 years ago. My girlfriend at the time, Katie, and I were hanging out at the park in town. This was a rather big park with a stream running down the middle of it and fully tucked away shaded areas that were perfect for high school kids to hide away and do what we did. We lived in a relatively small town of about 20,000 people and there had recently been a string of kidnappings. Three of our fellow classmates, all girls, had been kidnapped, driven up to a canyon, and then bewilderedly let go on the side of the road. Law enforcement had came to our school, and they held an assembly where they told us that the kidnapper was a Hispanic male in his 30s and drove an old white two-door sedan. Flash forward to the park. After we were done gallivanting in the trees, we were sitting on a bench by the street just talking when a white car pulled up across from us and parked. I turned to Katie and teased, White car over there? That is probably the kidnapper. And we both laughed. The sun was setting. We decided it was best to get home. I told Katie I just needed to go to the bathroom before we left because I needed to poop and I didn't want to do that at her house. I went to the park bathroom that was right by the bench where we were sitting at and did my business. It's important to mention that this was before we had smartphones and just had one of those sliding cell phones, so I didn't spend my whole bathroom time scrolling or looking through my phone, but rather just in my thoughts. I came out of the bathroom and noticed Katie was gone. I called her name and looked around the bathroom building. I thought maybe she too had decided to use the bathroom. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw someone in the trees walking up the hill from the stream I assumed it was Katie, and I walked down towards the individual. As I got closer, I noticed it was definitely not Katie, but a man who looked fidgety. I figured he might have seen where Katie went, so I yelled, Hey! to catch his attention and ask him. Instead of turning towards me, he bolted. For some reason, I ran towards him. I have to mention that I'm a pretty big guy. I am about 6'2", and in high school, weighed about 225. I played linebacker for the football team, so I was pretty muscly, in shape, and fast. I closed on the guy pretty fast and slowed down because I just wanted to talk to him. He slowed down as I got closer, and we were only a few feet from the white car. I asked him, have you seen a girl that I was sitting with a few minutes ago? He responded in broken English, I know see no girl, sorry. And then he got into his white car. He turned it on and peeled away quickly. 
It was at that point my dumb teenager brain finally decided to pull out my phone and text Katie. When I did, I noticed I had 11 missed calls from her and 5 from her aunt, who she lived with. I quickly called back. She answered and said, Where are you? I asked her what was going on and she told me the story. As soon as I had gone into the bathroom, the man in the car got out and walked towards her saying, Excuse me, miss. Come here. Katie instincts kicked in and she ran. The man yelled, You know run from me, bitch, and chased her. Katie was a regional champion track runner and she managed to outrun him into the park and get to her house, which was only about a block and a half away. She told her aunt and uncle what happened and they tried to call me while her uncle called the cops. I walked to her house and she hugged me super tight. Eventually the cops came and we gave them our statements. My next door neighbor who was a cop told me that they eventually found out that the car was stolen, but they did not find the man. There also weren't any more kidnappings in our hometown after that. I'm grateful that the kidnapper was a smaller guy who obviously was a bit of a wimp and that didn't have a weapon. I'm also grateful that my girlfriend was damn fast and her home was close by or the story could have ended much differently. When I was around 7 years old, my mom and I lived in an apartment in a border town. My mom's a single mother. Anyway, in our apartment complex, like most, it had a playground. Luckily, our apartment was on the bottom floor and right next to the playground. Like most children, I loved playing there. I honestly can't remember, but my mom either went inside the apartment to grab something or let me play alone. But when she did, some random lady approached me. I've never seen this lady before, but she told me she had a huge Barbie doll house and a lot of toy Barbies. She told me she lived not too far away and asked if I wanted to go play. I remember saying, I have to ask my mom first. And that's when she said that she knew my mom and it's okay. I didn't know any better and I agreed to go. She grabbed my hand and led me to her house. She did have a lot of Barbie toys, and I was playing with them, but she didn't have any children around, so I'm not sure why she had all these dolls. Apparently, I was gone for some time because it started getting dark, and that's when I heard loud bangs at the door. The lady opened the door, and it was my mom. She looked so frightened. She grabbed me, and we moved out of the apartment soon after that happened, and I honestly don't remember what happened after that. This memory came back to me not too long ago. And my mom told me that was the worst thing that ever happened, but I don't remember feeling afraid. Who knows what this lady had planned for me. Since we live five minutes away from the Mexican border and it's known for trafficking children, I could have easily been taken to Mexico and never seen again. My mom did tell me the reason she found me was because a bystander saw me walk off with that lady and then saw my mom frantically looking for me. I've read through some stories here. A lot of them remind me of a time when I was a kid and I had a scary interaction. So it was winter time and it snowed recently. Everything was covered in nice pickable snow and me and my dad were making snowmen together. I was super young in a pink snow coat and purple hat. I was obviously a kid. My dad needed something from inside 
or he got tired and decided to let me play a bit longer while he warms up inside, so he left me alone. I'm from a super small town where everyone knows everyone and it's pretty safe normally, and I was in sight from the kitchen window, so my parents felt safe to leave me outside for a bit of time. Apparently, this was more sketchy than anticipated. I remember rolling up snow for a snowman and a van pulling up in front of me. It looked like a white minivan with a lady in the passenger seat. They asked me if I'd seen a puppy and said that their puppy had just ran away. I can't remember what the puppy's name was, but I'm pretty sure it was something generic like Buddy or Bandit. This is where I think back on this and my alarm bells are ringing. The woman asked me if I would like to go in her van and help them look for the lost puppy and that they really missed their dog. They asked me a few times before my dad, thankfully, saw that someone was talking to me in the yard and he asked the lady why she would be talking to a kid alone and the lady and whoever else was in the car just drove away. Unfortunately, it seems that small towns are more of a target than I would think. We had an ice cream man try to convince a few kids to get into his truck for free ice cream a year or two after the lady lost her dog. Years ago, I was wandering around downtown in a city I was familiar with. I ran into another person wandering the casino outside, and we instantly started talking. He was a handsome man around my age that I'd never seen or met before. So we talked, and he invited me to smoke at his spot. We had no car, and we needed to get a ride to his spot. And now I'm in the car going to a place I've never been before with someone I just met. Okay, whatever. I'm having fun, right? Yet I recall the driver just looking at me in a way that caught my attention. He was looking at me as to see if he recognized me. We get to his house and we are excited because we're about to smoke. We walk into his house and he led me to a room. With the door slightly open, I noticed someone just laying in bed in the next door across from where I sat and the person didn't move. He told me to get comfortable, and he left to go get some weed from the guy who was in the bedroom down the hall. I look around the room, and I notice that there was a lot of kids' movies, a TV, and bars and blackened window. I looked at the door, and there was only a lock on it, no knob, and the lock needed a key to open it and shut. I immediately stood up, grabbed what little I could of the lock to open the door, enough to quietly get out. I walked to the living room where a lady sat quietly with a child staring at a TV. I unlocked the front door and opened it, and he shouted, Get back here! I ran to an open gate around the yard and screamed. I ran across a busy street to an auto parts store and asked if I could use the phone. I called a friend and rambled a conversation in desperate need to calm down. I honestly believe I escaped a really bad environment that I might not have been seen from again if I didn't follow my instincts. This morning, I just got out of class and was headed home. I then saw a crippled old lady begging for help and telling me that she needed to get into her apartment. I helped her, took her to an elevator and took her to her door. To my surprise, the door was wide open. When I went inside, she told me if I could go to a nearby shop to buy her some wine and some cigarettes. 
She proceeded to give me her credit card and keys and insisted on the fact that I should leave my bag in her house. I said no thank you. Even though the situation was weird, it wasn't that that scared me the most. It was inside of the apartment. There were no decorations, pictures, or anything. It was disgusting. There was some kind of chair with excrements on it, and the walls were filled with cracks. I got scared, took the card and keys, tried to act normal, and then wanted to test if it was a real card. I went to the store and the cashier said the card wasn't a real one. It was at that moment I decided not to go to her house and gave the keys and card to the police. A friend of mine told me that she saw the same exact lady saying the same exact thing and the scariest thing is that she saw a man bring her outside then immediately go inside the apartment. The area she was in is known for being dangerous. There was recently a shooting between drug dealers in daylight for example. A bit of a backstory. I'm 18 and a leader in the Boy Scouts of America troop. The troop I'm affiliated with is about 50 minutes from where I live and to get there I'd have to go through a larger town, 50k plus people. This town is split in half by a river and the part of the city north of the river is considered to be a rougher part of town and higher homeless population. After the scout meeting I drove around town to see the Christmas lights and eventually made my way into the rougher area. I drove past some nice decorations and then turned down a side street. There were street lights at every intersection, but it was nearly pitch black in between the street right where the alley is. As I turned, I see someone in a black coat just standing in the middle of the road where the alley is with their arms at their side. They start walking towards me really slowly and raised one of their arms up in the air like they were signaling me. I had recently watched a video where a young woman waved a car down on a dark road and had people with her that had what I could only guess were some evil intentions. As soon as I saw this person in the darkest part of the street, my blood ran cold and I backed up and drove away as fast as I could while paralyzed in fear. In hindsight, I probably could have called the police dispatch to see if this person actually needed help, but who knows. Context. I was 9 years old and it was mid-July summer in its prime, and I remember it being the best time of my life. It was very popular for all the kids to meet up at the neighborhood park. We would always be playing basketball, and on this particular day the sun was as hot as ever. Everyone started going home when the sun was starting to set, and soon I was the last one at the park. I usually waited for everyone to leave because I like playing by myself. After 10 minutes of me playing, there was a man that came to the park. He was wearing a red shirt, hat, sketchers, and a backpack with a teddy bear. I was shooting the ball, but I completely airballed. The man comes down from the park, sprinting, and hands me the ball saying, Really nice ball you got there. I have some more in my house if you want to come. I remember the one rule my parents always taught me to follow. It was to never trust someone you didn't know, so I just asked for my ball back. He got really mad, then said no, and ended up walking away. I ended up going home, not telling anyone, eventually forgetting about the whole situation, until about three years later at one of my baseball games at the park, 
I saw the man at the end of the fence staring at me. I was up to bat and just lost focus because it all hit me. All those years ago, that man was trying to get me into his house and now he shows up to my game. This is where it gets really weird and I wasn't paying attention at all when the pitcher threw the ball and I got clocked right in the face and got knocked out. I wake up 15 seconds later to see if the man is gone and he was. I haven't seen that man ever since. This is something I'll never forget and it haunts me to this day.